0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. T- today I have Azeem Barodawalla with us. He's the CEO of Volantio. So welcome to the show, man. Thank
1: you. Good to be here.
0: Of course. Pumped to have you on. Uh, we'll dive into the first one. The first question I have for you, Azeem, is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message?
1: Sure. I guess uh, for me, it was uh, just joining Volantio. Um, the financial situation, of the company was not really that great at the time. Um, there's a lot of debt, uh, and not a lot of, uh, revenue at the time that I joined the company. Um, but I really believed in the chief technology officer who was here at, there at the time. And, um, you know, when I looked at the company, it really wasn't the safe path. There was a of other options that might've been better, but, um, I took a chance and I joined the company back then and it was almost five years ago to the day that I actually joined. So, and and things have actually worked out fairly well. Um, so I think the underlying message for me is really, or you know, for me to the folks that are listening is that, you know, sometimes you can take the safe path and, and that might seem like the best course of action. But uh, when you overthink things, you end up potentially missing out on some really great opportunities. And if I had overthought, Company at the time, I would have probably missed out on a really amazing
0: opportunity. And what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Yeah, so I mean, this is
1: maybe uh, well, I'll just I'll just provide it. and Hopefully, it's useful for folks. But you know, we focus on the airline business uh, uh, primarily, and we our, our main customers are airlines. So. So Airlines—it's it, a very, very complicated industry. It's, it's very difficult. Lots of players. Lots of things that can go wrong. And I think, from a customer standpoint, we tend to focus every day on all the things that go wrong uh, for airlines and that go wrong for, for customers. Um, and and that's true. And you know, and airlines sometimes are to blame, but a lot of times it's factors that are actually out of their control. So my piece of advice is this for for um, for folks: is you know, a lot of folks out there travel, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners do as well. And, and when things go wrong, my single biggest piece of advice to folks is to be nice, honestly. Remember that the people on the other side of the counter there that are trying to solve your problem are, are just doing their best. Um, and I've often had amazing outcomes just by being really nice. I've gotten upgraded to business class on 14-hour flights just by being very nice. Um, I've gotten my situations resolved very quickly by being nice. So Never hurts to be nice. doesn't cost anything. i mean, in particular in the airline industry. I would say it's, um, it's a very good piece of advice and in general as well.
0: Yeah. I think that is big. I, I think they have some of the toughest jobs, uh, out there because people do, they just get so mad at the uh, (laughs) airports. So, um, next question I have for you is what is your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific.
1: Yeah. So I have two points. Hopefully, uh, I'm cheating a little bit here, but, um, uh, you know, one is a more general one. One, the second one's a little bit more specific. But the general point that I would say is that success really depends, in my mind, on adapting to uh, for, for your environment. You know, success as a leader. Um, when I think back to my career, what made me successful at a place like the Boston Consulting Group um, is not what makes me successful today as the CEO of a startup company, Volantio. Um, you know, you, you really have to adapt. And when you think about it, it actually makes sense. You know, if a sports team used the same exact strategy, uh, regardless of what game they were playing and, and, you know, and, and the specific game situation, they wouldn't be very successful. And similarly, as a leader, you have to adapt your own style to be successful. Um, and I know that, and, and it's something I've kind of learned the hard way, a little bit, but, um, but it's, it's a really, really important lesson, I think, um, And it's not just one style fits all. Uh, And that's my general point. Um, The second point that I would just say on a very specific level is as a leader of a business, you can't shy away from uncomfortable conversations with with folks that are on your leadership team. In my mind, that is one of the most important and valuable things that you can do as a leader is to foster tough discussions and at times uh, ones that may be very uncomfortable.
0: Hmm. And if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's kind of a funny one as well. I mean, it's probably not a message that a lot of folks like to hear, but I would tell myself that brands matter. Um, I think sometimes when folks are are younger, they tend to think to themselves somewhat idealistically. Well, the brands on your resume don't matter, but I would go back and tell myself that um, they actually do matter a lot. Um, and, And that's just the reality of life. Um, so, you know, when I was uh, right out of college, I had the ch- chance to join a startup um, or to go work for, you know, a fairly known, well-known company. I-, I chose to go work with a startup and I really enjoyed that experience. But there's a lot to be said for working for a company um, that has a big brand um, in terms of, especially early on in your career, to help open doors for opportunities that might otherwise not come to you uh, later
0: on. And in your opinion, what is the key to happiness?
1: Uh, so the flip side of my last question, I guess, is being honest with yourself and following your heart. (laughs) So while brands matter in that uh, example that I gave you, I did follow my heart and I went to go work for the startup because that's where I really wanted to go. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you, it's, it's very hard to do at times for people to give up what seems like the more, um, safe pathway, um, and it's easy to get distracted by things like money and big offers and stuff. But um, I've always the happiest folks that I've ever come around are the ones that have actually um, followed their heart both personally in their personal life and also in their professional lives.
0: And what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, again, I'm going to cheat here. There's, <laughs> there's really two books that I'm going to I'm going to throw out there. Uh, one is a book that's been around for, I think about 16 years. Uh, it's called the five dysfunctions of a team. It's one of the best business books that I've read. Uh, the author, I think France's last name, Lencioni, Patrick Lencioni, uh, just really talks about how, um, you know, especially as a leader of a company or, you know, as anybody within a company, um, you can drive better performance, uh, from your team. And one of the key lessons there again is really that idea of, being very honest with one another and breaking through some of the more, uh, typical, uh, reservations that people have in interpersonal relationships. And it's only once you break past that, in my mind, um, that you can really be successful when you're very honest with, with one another and are willing to embrace thing, uh, conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think about our company, I think that, you know, if we don't embrace conflict of ideas, we're not going to be successful things will always be left unsaid uh, the second book um, which I think is just more of a great life story uh, is Endurance uh, about uh, Shackleton um, who uh, I'm sure many of your readers know was the British explorer who got stranded uh, with his team in, um, in Antarctica uh, and spent almost 24 months down there and his story of survival and how they actually managed to get out of you know, what was one of the most treacherous situations ever uh, and I think the real key lesson there was just, you know, the importance of being focused, even when it seems like all the odds are stacked against you. Um, and, and it's a really amazing book. And I would highly recommend anyone who hasn't read it to, to, to read it. I don't know if you've read it, but
0: uh, no, I it's a book. yeah. And what is your favorite quote and why?
1: Yeah. So uh, one of my favorite quotes uh, is actually a quote uh, by Barack Obama and said the future rewards those who press on i don't have time to feel sorry for myself i don't have time to complain i'm going to press on fine uh that's an incredible quote particularly for those who are um running a startup or who are you know in any type of a situation that presents challenges um it's not about feeling sorry for yourself it's not about complaining you got to find a way to press on to be successful and in my mind that's the really the most important um you know one of the most important quotes and, and best quotes
0: that i've seen and dude thank you so much for coming on the last question i have for you before we let you go is where is the best place for people to find and or connect with you online
1: yeah i would say linkedin is probably the best place um uh that's the one that i use the most so uh you know folks can find me on linkedin
0: okay perfect man thanks again for joining us really appreciate it
1: yeah take care bye-bye